A tough loss for the Vikings. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Laga Vista football show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. As the Vikings fall in a tough one to Navarro, just like last year, though, it was way more competitive this year. Not that last year's game wasn't competitive, uh, but it was way more competitive this year, but still a loss in district. And just like last year, the Vikings start 0-1 and they drop to 3-3 overall. Now you have Austin Achieve and Maynard New Tech, and you take care of business there. You're in the playoffs, and you're simply playing for seeding at that point. And I think we all know that's where the Vikings are going to be. Uh, and this was a tough loss. You just couldn't get that Navarro offense off the field. Uh, Laga Vista's offense at times looked really good, especially in that second quarter uh, with two uh, or 13 points. Uh, it was 13, 13 at halftime. And then Navarro was able to, in that third quarter, you could just see the, the, the wearing down. We call it leaning on uh, a defense, but the wearing down of Lagavista's defense happened. And, you know, that's what it's like with Navarro. You can see what happens in the playoff game last year when you get ahead of them. And, and when you get ahead of them, that, you know, that allows you to kind of dictate the pace. Uh, as much as what they want to do when they get to dictate the pace. And as always, we're going to be talking to Coach Phillips about that game and also the game this week and also just kind of where the team is at the basic halfway point of the season, a little bit week over, but still in an 11-week season, this is, you know, kind of the basic. You got week 8, 9, 10, 11, four more weeks, and then the playoffs start. So where does he feel the Vikings are and what does he feel the Vikings need to do to take that next step to be back in the region final? Again, if you don't know, the Viking Sports Network is now powered by Huddle TV. Now, you'll need to go to fan.huddle.com forward slash, create an account, search for Laga Vista Vikings, and then you'll find all their broadcasts, not only football, but basketball, baseball, softball, volleyball. And you can pay for a broadcast per game. But I'll tell you what, if you're going to watch all of the sports all season, just do the 75 for a yearly uh, subscription. If you're only wanting to do it for Laga Vista, then I would do a month because you'll probably end up paying for basically two months, hopefully three. You know, you get to December, but for sure two months, October and November. And if you're just trying to catch a game that you couldn't get to, you ended up having to work late, something just came up, then you can do the $8 for a single broadcast. If you have any questions, ask uh, Mr. Holt, E. Holt at Laga Vista isd.net all right we're going to take a break and when we come back it's the head coach creighton phillips right here on the laga vista football show brought to you by the booster club here at l4 media we talk high school football 4a 3a and 2a in texas we talk east texas sports we talk nfl guy talk movie and booze we also talk wrestling and so much more and you can see it all on our youtube channel at l4 media company like and subscribe Terry Bennett back here on the Laga Vista football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips. And Coach, tough loss against Navarro, 27-13. to 13. What were your thoughts? Well, tough loss is right. You know, we, we went into that game really, um, you know, not necessarily feeling confident, but felt like this was, this was a win that we had an opportunity to get. Uh, things worked out our way, and it just seemed to – it just seemed to not. It was a battle – in the first half, kind of back and forth, we, we settled in offensively and got the ball moving after our first drive was, was kind of not good. Uh, and their first drive was a 15-play scoring drive. So, you know, we had to adjust to, you know, how good they are at doing what they do because, like we discussed before, is, you know, getting a, a decent look in scout team versus a slot T is just really tough to simulate uh, what they do. 
and so you're kind of learning on the fly on where you really have to fit uh, on both sides. And, you know, offensively, I felt like we, you know, we did some good things and then just kind of sputtered out a little bit and, and weren't able to finish drives like we wanted to. Well, and, you know, for all the talk about what they do on the ground and how their offense, uh, you know, affects the score and everything, I've always felt that the way, especially the way Navarro does their slot T, it's, it's, it's four and five-yard chunks. It can frustrate your offense because, as you say, you're just not on the field as much. Yeah, that's – we had 43 offensive snaps uh, Friday night. And so when they put together drives, it's not just – it's just time, right? They're just chewing clock the whole time, and uh, it just shortens the whole game, which is, I mean, that's part of their plan, right? Uh, last year we fell into that trap where we got behind and we thought we need to hurry up to catch up. Well, if you hurry up and are not successful, then you just hurry up and give them the ball back, which means they're going to just melt the clock on you. And, uh, and so we've tried to be patient and stick with what's working and do what we're doing. Um, and so some of those things were positive and there's certainly some, some, some awesome film that we got to see on Saturday morning of, uh, footwork and keys and all those things that we didn't do as, as well as we should have. And I think the kids realize, you know, what, how much more success we would have had provided we'd have done things, uh, the way we liked to. Well, and let's be honest with this region and, and where you hope to be, you hope to be seeing this team again in the playoffs, just like you did last year. Certainly, you know, I think, you know, that was kind of my post-game talk to the kids. Like, you know, this is not this is not how we wanted to write the story this year, but, you know, last year this story worked out. You know, if, if this is how it's got to be, then this is, this is where we're at now. And so we have to do everything that we can do in the next upcoming weeks in order to get back to this team again because I feel like um, the way this region rolls and the strength of this district, I think no doubt that, uh, the second place, third place team in this district are probably going to find each other again in that third round. And so that's our goal is to, to get back to that again and, and uh, hopefully have a similar outcome to last season. All right. Well, let's talk about that. You're three and three. You're you're zero and one in district. The, the next couple weeks are, are, are the games that you know if y'all take care of business like y'all should, that solidifies your playoff spot. And then you're still playing for playoff positioning after that. Looking at your team now, what what is the one big thing that y'all need to? I don't want to say fix, but to improve on to 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 assure another long deep, uh, deep run in the playoffs. You know, in going with our inexperienced going into the season and, and growing up into it. I think everyone is comfortable uh, being on the field and playing at Friday night speed. I don't think we're quite there yet at maybe trust and execution. Um, there's, you know, you're, you're reading your keys on defense. You're going through your footwork on offense. Um, I think we're still a little, you know, we still lack a little bit in uh, just trusting the process and not, you know, when, when things change across from you that we panic and, and try to do something different to be successful instead of just doing what your coach should do and seeing how that uh, kind of sorts itself out. So I think trusting the process and being comfortable with that and doing that at speed is where we're at right now. And so for the next couple of weeks, we are, you know, absolutely spending time on us, right? We're going to uh, – look internally what is it that we need to do what are we not doing well what are we doing well what can we uh, get better at and move forward and try to be the best possible team we can be you know when those big games come up 
Well, and and let's let's go ahead and talk about the fact your your next two games. You know, you're going to be playing Austin Achieve this week, and then New Tech next week. And and you and I were kind of talking off there about how you know the, the, these type of games, the bonuses and the negatives of playing these type of teams. Uh, but one of the bonuses is what you just said. You know, y- y'all can. Still prepare for the game, of course, but you also are kind of working on things looking ahead of, hey, this is what we need to be doing by the time we hit round two and et cetera, et cetera. Right. I think you make an assessment on your strengths and weaknesses, and if there's something that's important that you're not good at right now, uh, this is an opportunity to do that. If there's basics, which is where we're at, we're not we're not at a level that we're putting in you know, fancy stuff or getting crazy. It's here's what we have to fix and we have an opportunity to drill it over and over and over again to where it's not, you know, you do it until you can get it right. You do it until you can't get it wrong. And so that's our mentality going into the the rest of this district season is to be the, as, as near perfect as we possibly can on the execution level. Looking at this district as we're one game in, to me, it feels like, Wimberley has separated themselves a little bit more because of what they had coming back, especially offensively with that quarterback, offensive line, and, and wide receiver. And then y'all and Navarro have each taken a small step back simply because of, as you keep talking about, youth and inexperience. But do you feel that y'all still can make that same step forward as y'all did last year when y'all hit the playoffs? I think so. Um, I think we're in a you know, fairly similar position that we were last year. I think Wimberley is, you know, a monster. They've got a giant offensive line. Somehow they got even bigger than they were last <laughs> yes. year. Like you said, returning quarterback, returning receiver. They're uh, they're putting up a ton of points offensively. They're very well coached on defense, um, and so they are they are the they are the class of the region. I don't think anybody's going to make any bones about that. Um, but I think it's football, right? We got 11 on the field. And they got 11 on the field. Uh, whoever it is, whether it be New Tech or uh, Achieve or Wembley, um, and you've got an opportunity to win if you play at a higher level that night, and if things go your way because you've put yourself in position to do so. So we're gonna we're gonna go out there and try to be the best best version of us we possibly can be, and give ourselves an opportunity of success. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Want to remind everybody, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, you can email me, uh, terry at s2sport.com. Uh, just put on there, Laga Vista Show. Here's my question. It can be for Coach Phillips. It can be for me. Uh, and if, if if it fits the show, I'll definitely read it uh, and ask Coach. And a couple of them I've gotten earlier this year, I didn't actually – I just asked the question 
for you and I, I kind of forgot to say hey this is from the from a fan sometimes in the middle of recording you just kind of you, you get so into what's being said you kind of forget some of the other things especially when it's when talking with coach phillips uh and so i do so i did get that and if you listened you know that basically i ans- i asked the question that you had asked uh on the show uh, so here we go i mean you you know where the vikings were last year at this point you know what where the season ended and i, I think you're pretty much on that path again this year uh, you, you're going to get Austin Achieve and Maynard New Tech and then Wimberley and then Gerald, and that Gerald game will be your position game. And, and I'm not saying Laga Vista can't beat Wimberley, but like like Coach said, I mean, I think everybody realizes that if Laga Vista beats Wimberley, it's an upset. And so I'm just talking about what, you, what should be the absolutes. And the absolutes is you take care of business three of your last four games. You're back in third, uh, you know, unless Navarro – uh, drops a surprise game, you're back in third, uh, and you you know your playoff path. And it probably is not going to be much different as far as who you're going to have to beat. And so now I will say this. If you get a Bandera, they're a little bit better this year. We have a Bandera show. Um, Senton feels like they're a little bit more consistent this year, but maybe not because they just lost a couple of weeks. So I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. But you know the path for the Vikings, and it'll be fun to see how they go down it. All right. Until next week, this has been the Laga Vista Football Show, brought to you by the Laga Vista Booster Clubs, right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.